What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Love Quest podcast, where Pastor Terrence Richmond is taking us through our series by faith, the faith to change a nation. You know what it is. Tune in. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. Lift your hands up. Say, I'm right here. I won't fear. I'm not going nowhere. I'm a standing on a firm foundation. Give the neighbor on your left hand or right a high five and say, you better be still. <laughs> you better be still. Stay right there. Stay right there. Let me get my, no, my, there we go. All right. Let's walk through this real quick. Say, by faith. Come on, can we give our first-time attendees a big old round of applause one more time? The apostles came up and said to the master, give us more faith. I don't have time right now, but we played a clip from, uh, uh, was it Almighty? Eben Almighty, and it was that moment where the woman was in the bar, her husband, her husband, or the restaurant, her husband was named New York Noah. And, 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 and she didn't understand what to do with Noah's request from God or what God requested from Noah. And he said, wait a minute, you think if people ask God for patience, he going to give them patience or he going to give them an opportunity to have patience? You want God to fix your family? You think he's going to give you fuzzy feelings one day or you going to get an opportunity to be, make things good with your family? You going you to ask God for faith and you don't think he's going to give you an opportunity to grow your faith. He ain't in the growing your faith business. He's in the walking with you through the opportunity to grow your faith. Oh, see, this building is all about his sons and daughters growing their faith in him. We don't need a building to do what we do. Jesus proved that. But when we come in places that men walk past, men give up on, these crazy ideas that God asks us to go into ruined cities and rebuild the walls, the spiritual walls of a city. I'm tired of hearing, I don't care how bad Wally was. The only reason it was bad, because it wasn't a church who knew how bad they God was. Can I talk to you? The devil don't got no power to take a city when a kingdom church is in the neighborhood. What are you talking about? It's bad. How is it bad to you? If it's so bad, why you move out of it if you so filled with the Holy Ghost? I don't know. I was just built different. I don't, I don't, want, I don't, run, I don't run from ruin. Get your bougie self. Right, go get your nice house. But don't think God is just, don't leave people dead. Don't leave people dead. Don't walk over dead people when you got resurrection power inside of you. How you just going, how you just going, hey, pastor, uh, next time you drive through Wally, won't you check it out? That neighborhood needs some help. Exactly. That's why you drove through it. Hey, pastor, we're, we're praying for you, pastor. We know the work that you're doing is very hard. <laughs> Thanks for praying for me. I'm praying for you. What did Jesus do? He prayed for the disciples, anointed them, and sent them out. So you know what I'm praying? You know what I'm up here doing? I'm speaking the word so you can go. Thanks for praying for me. 
you know what you're praying for? That God gives me a word for you. <laughs> you see how that work? And what did he say? Pray that you send laborers into the harvest. And you notice when they prayed, he sent them. You're the answer to the problem. Moving ain't the answer. Oh, it's quiet in this Baptist church. Amen. Amen. Well, I ain't got no time. I work a lot. Oh, it ain't no dead people at your job. <laughs> Amen. Give us faith. When you take the witness stand, you must stand on the word of God. When persecution come this week, when the prosecution team come this week, you got to stand on the word of God. When those lies come into your head, you got to stand on the word of God. As long as you're in this world, you're going to have to stand on the word of God. You can't fight thoughts with thoughts. You can't get a, you can't get a thought out. You can't just blink and it go. You got to open your mouth. This is why we worship and praise how we do. It doesn't mean that it, when we leave, the problem is gone. But what it means is when I leave, I have a different perspective. Worship changes my perspective. It doesn't necessarily pull me out of the issue. And if God can ever get you to change your perspective about what you're in, then maybe you can experience the freedom that is within your belly. You, can I help you believers? Freedom's not coming. The day you receive Jesus, you receive freedom. <clears throat> now there's some work that needs to be done for the manifestation of your freedom to come to pass. But it's only going to come through the word. Yeah, deliverance can happen, but to sustain it, you need the word. <laughs> you spend more time on your own than you do around your pastor. So what you do in between time without an altar? What do you do at home with those thoughts when there's no worship team? When there's no monitor to tell you what word's coming up next, what do you do? What do you do when the pastor doesn't make slides for you, when you don't have no slides? Well, how's your slide game? You got slides? I know you got the latest slides out, but do you got slides? What do you do? Or do you wait all the way till Sunday to get a word? That's a long time. And you don't take notes. Amen. We have Wednesday night, uh, midweek, midweek, and, and, and let me tell you, we're in a day and time where churches need midweek service. So listen, community groups are great, but the, whoever, hosts the, whoever hosts the community group is being dependent on as a pastor, right? It's cool to have community, but it's, it's, it's not really cool to just keep doing community without kingdom. Right? We, we need, we, we, the Bible says, do not neglect the gathering of the saints. You should actually gather more. So we have midweek, and in midweek, we talk about things we're not talking about on Sunday. On Wednesday, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. We had many people get filled with the Spirit this past week. It was good. God moved big time. Received a heavenly prayer language. We've been dealing with the Holy Spirit, and we're going to be dealing with the Holy Spirit for the next few months. Wednesday night at what time? 6.30. Wonder Bread Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. 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 This is the season. You need more Jesus then you need screen time. I, I asked my leaders yesterday to pull out your phone. Everybody pulled out their phone. I need you to go to your screen time. 
average three hours a day. Like God is a chore now. Church is a chore. Like you don't put, you don't put church on your to-do list. What? God made the to-do list. No, it's something I am. It's something I do. I got to show up, not for me, but for others as well. Right? I'm a part of the body. How would you like it if a toe wasn't on when you woke up? Right? You, 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 you ready for this? You being present brings balance in some people's lives. You think it's all about you. No, it's not. God didn't make us like that. He made us as a body. So bring your little kneecap to service on Wednesday night. You take the witness stand, you must stand on the word no matter what the prosecute, persecution, no matter the problem, or no matter the, pers- the prosecution. This is what I mean, the witness stand. Okay, when, those, when you're sitting on your pillow at night, you can't sleep. How many people have sleeping problems sometimes? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Many people, all y'all, amen. The pandemic did it to you, didn't it, right? Amen. Amen, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. But, the, but that's not of God because the Bible, you didn't know that some of you, the Bible says that his little loved ones, they should have sweet sleep. Sweet sleep is a promise to the believer. You do know you inherited sweet sleep. It's yours. See, you trying to pray for all kind of crazy miracles and stuff, but you can't even get the, you need sleep. You know, ain't got faith for sleep. In Jesus' name, say tonight. I'm getting me some sleep. Now look, now look, if you sit next to somebody that snore a lot, say tonight, how the Lord did the lions in the lion's den, he locking your mouth up tonight. Look at him again, say, I'm getting some sleep. is mine nothing good come from no sleep you ever picked up somebody or hung out with somebody that don't get that didn't get no sleep when you take the witness stand you gotta have that word in your mouth what's your testimony If all you can say when those thoughts come to your mind is God is good. And if the devil hits your your mind with, oh, you are so horrible. You can't say, no, I'm not. You can't fight the devil like a little child. Leave me alone, devil. Come on, you got to grow up. No, by stripes I'm healed. No, I'm more than a conqueror. Nothing shall separate me from the love. No, no, no. I have the mind of Christ. I know what the doctor said, but I have the mind of Christ. Stability is mine. I'm going to call those things that be not as though they were. If you're battling with mental illness, don't, 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 don't. No, you just sleep. No, no, no. That, 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 that healing is, is, is a, is a uh, you're sleeping. Don't, don't just settle with living with mental illness. See, this, this disturbs some leaders. Because what I'm telling you is that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Do you hope for healing? 
So when I'm, when I'm aligning my mouth and my mind with what God says, whether I physically experience it or not, the word is my hope. So I, I'm, I'm better off gambling with the word than with something that will come against the word. I'm better off saying I'm receiving my healing than to tell you I'm sick. I know it sounds crazy, huh? As crazy as it sounds like when you die, you going to heaven. You tell it, as crazy as it sounds, you telling somebody that don't receive Jesus, they going to hell. And they a good person. That's how crazy that sounds. That somebody that don't become a Christian, they going to hell because your way is the only way. You know how silly we sound? As much as I have to believe and I believe what the word says, must be a whole lot of good people going to hell, huh? But then I'm crazy for saying I'm receiving my, my healing instead of just saying I'm sick. Here you go with that prosperity preaching. Well, the opposite of prosperity preaching is poverty preaching. Which one you want me to preach? Hey, hey, this is a prosperity church. If you didn't know that, this is a prosperity church. And I got scripture to back it up, right? But I got the fullness of the Bible being preached, though. Okay? <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to put some chapstick on. I feel my lips. Give you a little break. Give you my chapstick on. Mm-hmm. I'm on camera. I don't know about y'all. I'm on camera, not y'all. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So you're going to need some of these words this week. When the enemy comes in to condemn you and shame you, you got to say not guilty. Because of I am, I am not guilty. Because of I am, I am not defeated. Because of I am, I am not disqualified. Yeah, I know my resume don't qualify me, but the blood has qualified me. Because of I am, I am not what? Guilty. Because I am, I am not what? Defeated. Because of I am, I am not what? Disqualified. You don't qualify me. God qualifies me. Yes, I may have not went to your school. I may not be as smart as you, but you can tell I've been with the Lord, huh? I'll take being with the Lord over your diploma any day. I'm confident to say the Lord is with me. <laughs> say not guilty. Say not defeated. Say not disqualified. Because of I am, I am free indeed. Because of I am, I am victorious. Because of I am, I am justified. Say not guilty. I'm victorious. I'm victorious. I would rather sit in your seat in the church any day so I could walk into my week just like, oh, 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 oh. Some of us be walking into our week like this. Hey, come to my church. It's, it's the bomb, man. My church be lit. No, man, I don't care, man. Put your lip gloss on. Not man, put your lip gloss on. Ladies, put your lip gloss on. Man, put your chapstick on. Just walk up in that thing like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? 
I'm not saying you got to walk like this. You don't got to walk like this. Y'all don't do that out here. Y'all ain't, no, I ain't never seen nobody walk like this in Canada. <laughs> Walking like they in the HOV lane, just heck of fast, just like... Find some pace to that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> amen, amen. See, I'm free. I'm victorious. I'm justified. Look, man, even, even, even me, and my, me and my wife, we, even in our marriage, we're building faith talk in our, in our house. There's things like going after this place. There's things that's like we talking about. Should we get this? Should we get that? You know, should we, should we just accept tape? Or, or not take, but patch up the roof or get a new roof. Same faith. Same faith. But God didn't promise me to patch up the roof. He said, I'm giving you a new roof and I'm, and I'm giving you new, new windows. I'm going to show you in a minute what he said. I just believe God. And if he did it before, same God right now. If he did it before, he could do it again. Yeah. Same God right now. Same God back then. If he did it before, if he did it before, he could do it again. Yeah. Same God right now. Same God back then. Say it one more time. If he did it before, he could do it again. Please be encouraged. I don't know the rest. You know, if you live here. Okay, okay, there you go. Good job. All right, moving right along. See, this is the kind of church you want to go to. No. <laughs> Planet Center ain't running this service. Stop, 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 stop. Stop. Amen. Genesis 15, after these things. You see, Abraham was promised something. Um, and you see God popping up every now and then to remind him of who he was. Joshua was told to, he was going into... To, to finish the job and get into the promised land. And, and the Lord said, but, but be, be encouraged. Fear not. You see, the Lord is not going to get you out of your assignment. Jesus was on his way to the cross and he said, not my will, but your will. Lord, take this cup from me. And the moment he agreed with God's will, guess what happened? The angels came and gave him strength to go to the cross. What if you was asking for strength versus a bailout? It's all about returning to his image and likeness, which in the beginning was to dominate. You can't dominate running. I will run. You will, right? Amen. I am your shield. 
Your abundant compensation and your reward shall be exceedingly great. Right after he wins a war and then offered, offered the spoils and Abraham said, nah, you can keep that because no man is going to take the credit, credit for what God's doing and will do for me. I'm a living testimony of that. I've had to forfeit a whole lot of opportunities because God said, nope, nobody in this country is going to say, look at what I did for Love Quest. And if you partnering with Love Quest financially and that's your mentality, keep your money. Because let me tell you something, you partner with God and no amount of money is going to make God's promise come. It's either you just partake, God is going to send who he needs to send. No one is going to take credit, Love Quest, for what God. God's about to do something so big in this church community that no man, no dollar amount, folks, everything is going to say, what? Y'all did what? Huh? When? How? That don't make sense. Why? There needs to be a next generation of church planners that know how to walk by faith and stop running to church networks to try and get some support because they don't necessarily have the faith to pioneer what God is doing. I, listen to me. Boards are great. Boards are great. All of us. Love Quest has a board. Right? Love Quest has elders. But your church can't be led by a board. And a lot of systems have been birthed out of church hurt. So we build systems to make sure to our best ability that people will not get hurt. But the point is, if the man of God is getting a word from the Lord, the board need to trust him or her. We need these systems in place. Trust me. And many church, every church, every country, we need those systems in place. But we can't see revival from fear and control and religion. It won't happen. God's doing a new thing. We're seeing great transaction, transactions happening. Big pastors moving away out the blue. Churches closing down. It's been investigation time. It's been inspection time. Because I'm telling you, we are about to usher in the coming of our Lord. And God's looking for spirit and truth. He's looking for nothing wrong with lights. There's nothing wrong with nice music. We're not, we're not talking that kind of stuff where people are trying to bag us down. I don't care. I've had people come to me, oh, you better watch the fall of Mars Hill. That charisma, I, I can't apologize how people have misused their charisma and power. I'm sorry. Don't put your fear on me, but I'm not that. I'm not that. So we're not going to shrink down. I'm not going to quiet down. And nor should you. And that's why you're here. Because there's something in you that desires that lion to be born. You're looking for a space to roar. <laughs> some of you here because you need a leader and some leadership that you can't get over on. You need leaders in your life that's not afraid of you. Some of y'all been punking y'all, y'all, y'all pastors and leaders. And that's why you went there before, but you notice how you got dehydrated. You can't punk a pastor and get fed by him. (laughs) 
Can I talk to the church? Amen. Amen. Let me get you a few more. We're going to go. I'm going to make you laugh in a minute so you can swallow that pill. Amen. Amen. That's why we joke, we cry, and all that. You know what I'm saying? It's like true Bible faith is rooted in love. Believing God will do what he said he would do. True Bible faith is rooted in love. He said, if you have faith to move mountains, I don't care. If you don't have love, you're nothing. True Bible faith, kingdom faith is rooted and anchored in love. Believing God will do what he said he would do. The reason I believe God is because I know he loves me. Your level of faith represents your measure of love that you know and have received from God. If you believe he's so good, why you keep questioning and, and, and hesitating? If you believe he will provide like a good, good father, it's who you are. You know the song you sing on Father's Day all the time. It's who you are. It's who you are. And then soon as trouble comes, you're like, and where you at? <laughs> you're talking bipolar. You're talking schizophrenia, Christian. I'm thinking like, what? Wasn't you just the one shouting on Sunday? And then as soon as you get home, somebody get on your nerves. You cuss somebody out. You cuss somebody out. Some of y'all need to stop cussing people out with your eyes. <laughs> struck a nerve, huh? I'm about, I'm, hey, I'm about to really strike a nerve on this one. I just feel the Lord coming up on me, right? Just because you don't say it don't mean you didn't do it. You, you, can I help some of y'all? Can I help some of y'all? Can I help some of y'all? This, this coming down your street. This coming down your street. Oral sex is still sex. It's still penetration. Here with you, understand? Is she writing that down or is she just distracted? You know what I'm saying? Okay, amen, amen. That, hey, that's note taking worthy. Amen. She like, woman. Hey, be not deceived, man. Oral sex is still sex. It's still, it's still sex. It, that's all I'm saying. It's still sex. It's still sex. Don't think, oh, why we, he don't do nothing. We don't do that down there. We just do this up here. I'm trying to help some people out because you're letting the devil fool you. Jesus said, if you look at her the wrong way, you, you, you didn't went too far. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Y'all got that? Amen, amen. We can move on. Somebody needed that this week. Amen. Write it down, I'm telling you. <laughs> That's a word from the Lord. He care about all of that. <laughs> Despite what it looks like, even when... It leads me to circumstances that reveals my insecurities and insufficiencies. 
True Bible faith is rooted in love. Believing God will do what he said he would do despite what I'm going through. My circumstance doesn't change his word. Faith is the posture of sonship. If he said it, then we believe it. We take it to the bank. Romans 4 tells us that inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith. What God has for me is the, it's the, it's the byproduct of faith. Let, let me help you. A conference can't make your promise come to pass. A seminar can't make your promise come to pass. It's inherited by faith. Say by faith. We're going to skip that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Abraham, human reason for hope being gone. For human reasoning. Reasoning. Oh, man, I know that, but that don't make sense. For human reasoning... Hope was gone. He had nothing to hope on or for. That he should become the father of many nations as he had been promised. So shall the descendants be. He did not weaken in his faith. Whoever you are tonight, don't let your faith be weakened. You can't afford it. You can't afford it. His body was dead. His wife's womb was barren. He was old. He couldn't produce. It was a two-way street. It wasn't one person was incapable. Nobody had the goods. Don't settle for Ishmael when God promised Isaac. Some of you in here, settling has gotten you where you are. You couldn't wait on the Lord, so you settled. The, day, the Lord says today, moving forward, stop settling. It's not just about you. You ready? But there are people that are depending on you to relocate or not or to let certain things go. People, a generation is looking for you to make some crucial decisions in this moment in your life. Isaac, which was the promise, may be hidden behind barrenness. So don't let barrenness deter you from promise. While the people saw a dead little girl, Jesus saw a sleep little girl. While some see pandemic, I see reformation. You don't need, you better catch this, you don't need to see fruitfulness to be fruitful. The God I serve can produce in famine. It don't need to be going my way for me to have my way. See, get out of God's. He doesn't need what you need to get things done. And it occurred that when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb. 
We're going to land your little plane so we can get out of here. But I need you to go into this week understanding this. You're going to face some situations that don't seem favorable. But in the midst of that unfavorable situation with man is God's favor. It occurred that when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, you do know some, some things. Uh, uh, resurrection is sound activated. Jesus said, Lazarus, he rose. Mary, Mary, uh, uh, Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting. That's why I need to hang around anointed people. That's why we need anointing up here because at the sound, there's a sound that's going. And you got to understand when you're in an atmosphere like this, it, this is sticky atmosphere. You ever eat a Cinnabon or, or something sticky? You, 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 you get what I'm saying? And you just want to wash it off because you, you, you clean? They're sticky in this house. It's sticky presence. It goes with you. Be careful what gets around you because it's meant to wash it off. It's sticky. It's sticky. And why do I need to be sticky? Because wherever I go, what came up on me here, I can go in my job and release the same thing. <laughs> and Elizabeth was filled with the whole, oh, shut your mouth. And she cried out loud with, when, and, and then exclaimed, blessed, favorite, and highly above all other women are you and blessed, favorite. And God is the fruit of your womb. And how have I deserved that this honor should be granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, the moment I heard the sound I was at the back and the Lord said, tell them that the enemy's plans have been interrupted. Yes. See, this is how I received. The moment I heard that was the moment I received it. I don't need to know what was interrupted. All I know is the interruption just took place. It's been interrupted. It don't matter. It's been interrupted for my good. All things are working for my good because he's intentional. Right? He's in it's all working together for my good. You don't need to know what all is. What you need to know is working for my good. The instant the sound of your salutation reached my ears, that's why I got to get around faith, man. I need to get around faith because the moment doubt hits your ears, the moment fear hits your ears. The baby in my womb leaped for joy. Sometime the moment fear hit my ears, the baby that was leaping stops leaping. You ever have somebody rain on your parade? You was all excited and they was like, we'll see. <laughs> and guess what you go back and say? We will see. Say leap. leap. Come on. Say leap. leap. Say come alive. Come say now's the, the time. Say an interruption, an interruption. has been dispatched.
I'll leave you with this. If he did it before, he'll... Amos 9 says this. If you want to see an interruption, I serve the God of interruption. But also on that judgment day, I will restore David's house. That has fallen to pieces. On that day, I will raise up a people and we will restore Wally. I'm not going to stop calling it Wally because when it, did, when, it, when, it, when it starts looking different, I want you to remember what Wally looked like. I'm not going to give it the bougie name yet. City Center. No, this is Wally. I'll repair the holes in the roof. We was having a meeting right in the office yesterday and they was, they was torching the roof and stomping and nailing. And guess what was coming to pass? You, see, if you walk through some of these spaces, you'll be like, Amos 9. When we saw it, it was leaking. We was having prayer in a leaking roof. Some of y'all would have waited till they fixed the roof to come in. No, I just want to remember the drops. I'm going to stand under the leak. Let it hit my bald head. Don't go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He said, I'll repair. Why did Pastor T highlight I'll repair? Because this is what he promised. I'll repair the holes in the roof and I'll replace the broken windows. We, we, was, we was getting some new windows. Remember, babe? We, me and we, we learned it from each other. We was like, man, we going to hold off on the windows? You know, can, we can put our money somewhere else. Uh, excuse me, you don't think God knew we was needing new windows? And them thin windows. The mechanic windows, they, mechanics ain't trying to save no energy, no heat. They, cold, no heat in here because they got overalls, oil. They under engines and all kind of stuff. So they don't care about heat. Everything they do is around heat. No, we need new windows. I'm not paying for it. Y'all not paying for it. The Lord is paying for it. Now you got you to gotta hear what I'm saying. You got to hear what I'm saying. Stop looking at what you're able to do. This is why I can go ahead and get new windows because we're building his house. You ready for this? How am I going to have nice windows and he going to have beat up windows? That's in the scriptures too. Look at your fine houses. But my house is in shambles. Some of us are trying to fix up everything else but God's stuff. So I can confidently go and get new windows because I got nice windows at my house. They open, close, double pane, and we're going to give Jesus these little bottle windows, just thin windows, throw a rock in it. It's just ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and when you care about making God things nice, watch what he do. Replace the broken windows. Fix it up like what? New. You see what I'm saying? God said new. David's people. And then he goes down, and I love this part. God decreed it. He will do this. God decreed it. He will do this. Let's read this together. Yes, indeed. It won't belong now. It won't be long now. God's decree. Go ahead, read. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
They'll rebuild their ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. And I'll plant them. Plant them on new, their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land. They, they will never be uprooted again. never see poverty again no 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 you got to hear what I'm saying God is doing a brand new thing I will never be put to shame again divorce out of my bloodline breast cancer out of my wife's bloodline God is about to do something new God is about to do something new. Say, I believe God. Come on. Say, I believe God. Say, I believe God. If he said it, he will do it. If he said it, he will do it. Tell your neighbor, if he said it, he will do it. Shout about it. some things in your life that you like time will heal it <laughs> yeah if Jesus never called Lazarus from out the tomb his sisters would have been okay eventually they would have healed from Lazarus loss but there's some stuff that you have settled into grieving with and the Lord says, no, it's not over. Something you have settled in your heart to grieve forever. God said, you only going to grieve for four days. Well, you got to understand, he's in the interruption business. Lord, why you didn't come the other day? Lord, why you didn't come last year? Lord, why you let it get this bad? Some of y'all wasn't ready for Jesus to introduce himself like you are now. Just remember, this ain't the word. This is a moment that I'm trying to get something to you. Right? And so whatever comes this week, you can't. You, see, this is why I tell people when they be like, Troy, uh, I'm going to go pray about it. I mean, for what? Because a lot of things that you go pray about, God already gave you the confirmation in the service that you came to be inspired. He gave you a word to transform you. The Lord is speaking today about your tomorrow. That's why he said, don't worry about tomorrow. Focus on today because everything you need tomorrow is right now. What if you took notes like your answers for tomorrow was today? <laughs> Oh, yeah. don't, even, don't even worry about it, Jesus. It's over. 
and distress the teacher any further. Don't, don't bother Jesus no more. We don't need to pray about that no more. What y'all keep on shouting for, love quest? Yeah, ain't y'all shouted enough? You got your building, okay? Enough is enough. No. Jesus wasn't satisfied till it was finished. And I don't know about you, but I've been put on this earth for an assignment and it ain't finished. <laughs> I'm going to get it all. Say, I'm going to get it all. <clears throat> Next verse. Overhearing but ignoring what they said. You notice, you know, you know Jesus be ignoring some of the stuff you be talking about. Anything that don't align with what he said, he ignoring you. <laughs> Trying to help you out. Stop wasting words. Only thing he's attentive to is what he said. Trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to help somebody. Overhearing, but ignoring what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, uh, do not be seized with alarm and struck with fear. I don't know what they're talking about. So you're going to have to have some of this in the last days. I don't, I don't know what, uh, what was it, CNN talking about. I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. I heard them, but I don't know what they I'm ignoring them. See, here's the thing. Eve needed to ignore the serpent. Some of you guys are in conversations with people you should be ignoring. Ignoring people is not bad when you're ignoring what they said against what God said. Don't take it personal. I'm not ignoring you. I'm ignoring the foolishness coming out of your mouth. If you want to give me something that God said, we could talk. Huh? What you say? Nah, I'm ignoring you. You want my attention? Agree with God. I don't have no time for you to be talking all that negativity. I'm guarding my heart. Not from you, but from that spirit working behind you trying to get me confused and discouraged. Some of y'all be entertaining conversations that ain't got nothing to do with God's plan. You wasting your time. You wasting your time. Overhearing but ignoring what they said. He said, don't be struck with fear. I know, I know the world is going crazy. Don't be struck with fear. I know what the devil been saying. Don't be struck with fear. I know what the doctor said, but don't be struck with fear. Don't be, don't be struck with fear. Don't be struck with fear. Verse 37. Just keep on believing. I have a responsibility to keep on believing. That's my job. God got his job to do. He tells me, keep on believing. Tell your neighbor, keep on believing. Well, that's it. That's it. And, 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 and anything that it takes to keep on believing, that's what I need to be doing. Anything that it takes to keep on believing, that's what I need to be doing. If I need to hang around other people that can keep my faith going, I need to hang around those people. You better start liking people that can stir your faith up. Stop, stop getting more friends that'll listen to you and feel sorry for you. You need friends that's going to stir your faith up. Some of you, you need an ugly spouse that's going to stir your faith up. Forget trying to get that perfect boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse. Get somebody ugly with faith. Get somebody ugly with faith. Hey, by faith, you look good in Jesus' name. <laughs> I'm going to keep prophesying. Wake up in the morning. Ooh, in Jesus' name. Amen. You fine. And, ooh, Jesus. 
I think we're ready to go to the next scripture. Let's go. And he permitted no one to accompany him except Peter and James and John, the brother. You think I'm just playing? These people's families is grieving the loss of their niece, their granddaughter. He said, what y'all crying for? Y'all stay out here. Y'all stay out here. I, I need to take faith in the room with me. Look, you in the season where you can't afford to hang out with doubters. I don't care how nice they are. I don't care how much they buy you. I don't care how much they make you feel good about yourself. If they're doubters and if what's coming out of their mouth and their character does not agree with what God says about this moment in your life and your personality and your freedom, you might need to put certain people in places and even TV shows on hold. You need to rename some people in your phone and call her ID. When they pop up, <laughs> doubt and unbelief, amen. Red button, doubt and unbelief. <laughs> doubt and unbelief, uh-uh. <laughs> Start name. I want you to just for fun, you don't even got to change it, but just go through your phone book and what, what name would you give them? With the, it's got to be something, faith, unbelief, you know what I'm saying, huh? Hang up, that call them hang up, hang up. Never would have made it. Who else? What, what is that? <laughs> right, ugly with faith. Okay, we're gonna answer that one. Amen. We gonna, <laughs> we gonna answer that one. Hey, hey. But then don't don't let your phone be sitting down when you were around and they like, that's my name, ugly. <laughs> ugly with faith. Okay, I see how you gonna do me. And he permitted no one to accompany him except Peter and, Peter and James and John, the brother of James. Next verse. There's a posture you got to walk in the presence of dead things. This is a dead world. You better fix your posture. You can't approach death agreeing with it. When they arrived, the house of the ruler in the synagogue, he looked and would understand it at tumult and the people weeping and wailing loudly. They was grieving. They was hurting. People in Ukraine is hurting. They come in here, they're going to be hurting. People in Syria, people in Africa, people all over the world is coming to this country for one reason. One reason they're escaping. Another reason they're entering into glory. You think God just has an escape plan with no glory on the other side? That's why he's sending them to a place where I don't know about other churches, but if they come here, they're going to encounter glory. We got to be ready. People weeping and wailing loudly. You can't be moved by weeping and wailing. You got to stand in faith. Look. 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 
Next verse. Uh, there we go. Uh, and so this is what we're going to do today. We did this in leadership. If there's a lag in the scripture going to the next, everybody going, uh, until it changes, okay? You get what I'm saying? All right, all right. And when he had gone in, he said to them, why do you make an uproar and weep? Some, I guarantee you most of y'all that believe in Jesus today would not like Jesus then. He the same Jesus though. He would not feel sorry for you. Oh, pastor ain't got no time for nobody. Jesus wouldn't either. Read your Bible. Hey, Jesus, can, can, can I go bury my daddy? Nope. You want to follow me? I'm gone now. I ain't got time for no funerals. Let the dead bury the dead. Oh, I'm going to go be at another church because pastor ain't got no time for me. He too busy. Jesus was too. He was focused on his father's business, not your emotions. You know what's the greatest thing, part of leadership? Some leaders God put in my life so they would ignore my immaturity. And I remember getting offended. I remember getting a fear, it offended as a spirit, at, at a spiritual father because he wasn't fulfilling biological father needs I had and placed on him. I can't make up for what your daddy didn't do. I'm called to call you higher. So you got to have, you have to have godly expectations for God's leaders in your life. Or you will always live offended. <laughs> he said to them, why do you make an upward next verse? He said, he said, the little girl is not dead, but is sleeping. You hear it? Let's go back to what I said. That the enemy's plans are being interrupted now as we speak. So whatever you came in here worried about and you don't want to face this week, that phone call, them bills, whatever it is you don't want to face this week, you got a word today that it's been interrupted. That's what I'm saying. So right now you got to put your faith into, next, into this week. You got to receive this word so you don't go to that meeting defeated, but you walk in to that space with faith. That, that business meeting you're going in, you can't afford to go in that business meeting this week in doubt and unbelief. You can't afford to turn in that application this week in doubt and unbelief. You can't afford to go try to make your marriage work this week in doubt and unbelief. You got to walk in what you're talking about. Oh, I know it's been dead for a little while. It was, it was just sleep. It wasn't dead. It ain't over. It was just sleep. Next verse. Uh, there we go. Look, they laughed at They laughed and they jeered at him. But he put them all out. You, you love Jesus. They're they grieving. And the little niece is sitting there. And he's like, what y'all laughing at? Get out. Get out. Was he talking to them? No, he was talking to doubt that they was carrying. This is the season where you better get out on your lips. You better get, get out on your lips. You better, some of y'all been tolerating doubt and belief around you too long. You got to get doubt out. You got to get doubt out and let faith in. I'm trying to talk to somebody. You got to get doubt out and let faith in. You got to get doubt out and let faith in. You got to kick the doubters out of your life. You got to press the ignore button. You Stop having coffee with doubt. Amen. Stop having tea with doubt and thinking it's going to change. They don't see what you see. Right. 
and we know the rest. Talitha, wake up. And she rose immediately after he kicked out doubt. There's some stuff still dead in your life because you got some dead folks around you. Make some choices. Get out of your dead situation and watch how things begin to blossom in your life. Don't expect people to change so the feeling inside of you can change. No, you take control over your destiny. So, I'm here to declare to you that death is being interrupted. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The enemy's plans are being interrupted right now because it's due season for God's word to come to pass. So I declare in the name of Jesus that it's the third day. I declare that death is being interrupted. I declare that storms are being interrupted. I declare that infirmities are being interrupted. I declare that bullying is being interrupted. Assaults on your character is being erupted in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands right there. Lift your hands right there. Say it's being interrupted right now. Come on, it's being interrupted right now. The enemy is defeated right now. Reverse the curse right now. The enemy is under my feet right now. I exalt the name of Jesus. Sickness is defeated right now. Death is defeated right now. Mental illness is defeated right now. In Jesus' name. Idols are coming down now. In Jesus' name. Glory to glory. Come on. Defeated. Yeah. He's defeated. Yeah. Yeah. He's defeated. I see a small fist. I see a cloud. The rain is coming. He told him to go look again and go look again and go look again. Love Quest, I see the rain is coming. The sound of rain. See, I don't know about you, but the process that I've surrendered my life in, this is the only way I can make it. I'm too deep in the sea to depend on myself. Where I am, doggy pedaling don't work. I've tried the doggy pedal. You just got to surrender and sink in his love. So quite frankly, where I've entered my family into, it can only be obtained by faith. It's only got two options. That's turning back or go across. I'm going across. And when you've chosen to go across... The weapons of your warfare aren't carnal. They're mighty through. My praise is offensive to hell. (laughs) 
because I used to turn up like that for darkness. I used to turn up like that when I get some Hennessy in my system, a few beers. I used to hit the weed. So you think God's going to clean my life up, restore my family, and I'm going to be cool? No, he saved me. I was blind, but now I see. He got my uncle off crack cocaine. Y'all saw Uncle Willie, but y'all don't know he's 39 years sober. Crack cocaine had him. 30-something years sober. After my mom, my dad left my mom, and her dad died when I was one years old, so no mail to help her out. Here I stand. Growing up in Oakland, California, with single-parent household, drugs, prostitution, pimping, gun violence, all around me. No man to watch me. But God, you think I'm going to come this far and rush him? So I don't know about you, but I understand about being lost. And there's some people who need three hours to even get a taste of Jesus. So you may not need it, but somebody is going to walk away tonight and be like, I've never been in a place like that. I've never seen so much freedom. I've never seen so much faith. i got to stay around it. People are dying. And so Love Quest, this is pursuing, overtaking, and recovering all. We're not only pursuing God, but... It's been proven and shown that our praise has pushed back darkness. We're under an open heaven, and when you're under an open heaven, you're supposed to worship. You have access. And so I give him my, I give myself away. Oh, I give myself away. So you can use I give myself away I give myself away so you can use me do you do you Give myself, give myself to you. My life.
It's hard being a good husband without a life of worship. I tried it. But I'm going to spend this time, so this week, and you know those offensive moments, you don't, don't think that pastors, like don't be thinking we don't argue. We argue. Argue. But we don't argue like we use, like it's like, this is stupid. I love you. But the only way we're able to forgive and to, because we've spent the time to have a tender heart, you can't walk with the Lord with a hard heart. Worship keeps your heart tender. So you can be mad, but you can also repent. Be angry, sin not. The sin not part is handled when God has your heart. He said, I give you a heart of flesh, and I'm going to put my word in your heart, and you're going to be my people, and I'm going to be your God. This is my lifestyle. This is your lifestyle. This is what we're going to do every time we come together. Two hours, three hours, one hour, leadership meeting, it don't matter. We're going to worship because that's what we were made for. And when you have a spirit-filled house, it's hard to turn it off. But we got to. We got to go home. Because you have to increase your capacity for where we're about to go. I hope y'all ready, because it's going to be some days you're going you, you gonna to be out. You're going to wake up, and half the room going to be gone, but it's going to be some days. See? See, they wouldn't be doing this if we didn't put this carpet on here last week. <laughs> the Lord says, make room for me. He doesn't understand your knees hurt. That's why you can't give. You should never put a worshiper over production. Because they got access to microphones. (laughs) 
So what do you... <laughs> this is relationship. This is relationship. So what do you do when you raise your kids and all you do when they grow up and you say, you gonna be, 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 and then when they become, you're like, oh, chill out. All right, I look at my daughter, I look at my kids, I see this fire, this leader, this, and as a, as a 20, as a, as a 2022 parent, you got to parent different. You got to give your kids some space to, and it's too much to parent in 2022. I'm not about to be putting all kind of, no, you can't watch that. Well, how I'm going to control, you can't watch that. I'm just going to raise you up in the way you should go. You got to have a phone because when you go on, I need to get in touch with you. My point there is, I remember day one, Elder Roseanne, Sion, hot mess, Danny, hot mess, Carolyn, hot mess, <laughs> Effie, hot mess, Daniela, hot mess, Lily, hot mess. Hey, listen, 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 listen. And then you can't shut them up. They like, let's go, Pastor, let's go. How do you shut that down? Because you're raising, you're instigating, you're teaching, and this is the product of freedom that's been in there that's been in there now it's stirred up y'all think we here long because of me all the time no them too so what it's it's one thing if one person is carrying all the anointing but when I'm fatigued and can't think of a song here she come. That's why you see me talking to Danny. I'm like, what should we do? Let's go. Y'all keep singing. Y'all keep singing. What should we do? I'm like, oh, no, nah, not that. I don't feel that. What should we do? Okay. She's like, let's do it. Then she go. And then she come over here. <laughs> and she a little prophetic singer. And she just like, oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm like, let's go. None of this is planned. It's just activated. And that's what we desire for you. Whether it's up here or whether it's in the marketplace. We want to equip you and activate you so you can flow just like this at work. You can roll off of the plans of the enemy just like that. When God move, you move just like that. 
Stand to your feet, because I feel another song coming on. Stand to your feet. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. This the cool thing, though, Thomas. Hot mess. <laughs> Elders, hot mess. Hot mess. She said, your mama said, all the swings. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If you guys could only hear me in the Lord's conversation right now. <laughs> Here's how sonship and co-laboring works. Some of you are waiting for the Lord to make you do something. When you co-labor and you're a son, he's like, what you want to do? Because as a son, I only want to do what he wants and what's on his heart. So you think it's not on his heart that we continue to worship him and bring him glory and people be changed. That's what he cares. But he's also like, I know y'all tired. Y'all limited. So go home. I'll be here. I'll go with you. That's the conversation, so I'm torn. You, you know that person like, go, it's okay. And you like, you sure? He like, nah, we good. I'm rolling, we're co-laboring with him. We've given him praise. But he like, whatever you want, do, do what you want to do. I'll breathe on it. But as a shepherd, I'm like, dad, you know. You know your people. He like, yeah, I know. That's why you pastoring them. <laughs> and so we gonna go, but we'll be back Wednesday, and then we'll be back Sunday, and then starting in June, we're gonna try once a month, and we're gonna add once a month for three months, four months. A 7.30 service once a month. We used to do 7.30 service, and it was lit, okay? Just once a month. And then in the fall, once a month, we're going to do a 11 a.m. and a 6.30 p.m. on a Saturday. What if you can get your church out the way on Saturday morning and be done for the weekend? Now, I'm just saying that's how some people think. Oh, I could get it in Saturday and my son or his daughter play sports on Sunday. It's a different world. And so we're going to give you options. We're out of time. Not out of Jesus. What time Wednesday? What time Sunday? Y'all going to be there? By a show of hands, how many people are going to be there next Sunday at one, of the sun, at one of the services? Look around, look around, look around. One of the services, one of them. All right, look around. This is for Sunday. Watch this, watch this. Watch this. Now, be honest, be honest, be honest, be honest. Now, how many of you going to be here? Elder Roseanne, put your hand down. Put your hand down. Amen. Right. All right. Now, how many people going to be here um, Wednesday? Put your hands up. No, it's totally fine. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't front. All right. Look at the people who don't have their hands up and say, hey, just pray about it, but we'd love to have you on Wednesday. All right. Everybody put your hands up. Put your hands up. Lord, bless your children. 
I thank you this week that the enemy's plans have been interrupted. And what he has meant for evil, you are using it for you are using it for good, you're turning it around for good. I thank you that all things this week are working together for my good. Though the enemy may form a weapon, it shall not prosper. Lord, my hands are lifted up for my family. And I declare they shall see the glory of the Lord in this lifetime. Lord, my hands are up for my co-workers. They shall see the glory of the Lord in this lifetime. My hands are up for my community, my neighborhood, my city. They shall see the glory of the Lord in this lifetime. Our hands are up for our government. They shall see the glory of the Lord in this lifetime. Our hands are up for Ukraine, Lord God. They shall see the glory of the Lord in this lifetime. Our hands are up for Russia. They shall see the glory of the Lord in this lifetime. Our hands up for the globe, the globe, Lord God. They shall see the glory of the Lord in this lifetime. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it now. And our hands up for Love Quest Nation. We shall see the glory of the Lord in this this lifetime we're out of time but we're not out of Jesus so until next time you know what it is get your love fixed man thank you so much for tuning into this week's sermon we pray you were challenged and encouraged you heard the man we out of time but we ain't out of Jesus so make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms to know what we got going on that's at lovequestintlchurch on all platforms but you know what it is till next time get your love fixed man